scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two, the quickest 120 minutes in sports continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down as the Los Angeles Dodgers throw it down and now just one win away from a World Series championship, a championship that's eluded them for 32 years, seven straight division titles. They've fallen short. This is their third World Series um, during this run. And they're now one win away, although they were one win away against the Houston Astros as well. And they lost in seven to Charlie Morton. Tampa's not going anywhere. And, of course, whoever wins the championship uh, will be hitting a daily double. Uh, either Los Angeles uh, wins the NBA title and the World Series or Tampa wins the World Series and the Stanley Cup. Uh, game six goes on Tuesday. They take the night off uh, on Monday. Pittsburgh remains undefeated after a wild 27-24 win. That had a lot of crazy things happen in the game's of final moments. Dallas hits rock a bottom, and that's saying something because these guys are already uh, at the bottom. And you know what? Jerry Jones used to own an arena football league team called the uh, Dallas Desperados. All right, and um, um, you know his his son ran it at the time. Like you know, it's pretty cool huh, when your your father gives you an arena football league team for Christmas. That's yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. That's 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 pretty nice. I never got no one ever gave me a football team. Uh, so uh, the Arena Football League, Dallas Desperados, that's what the Cowboys should be called. You know, like, you know, like I remember, like, uh, you know, like, like universities and college coaches get really, really pissed off uh, about how the program is playing. And they're like, you're a disgrace. We're taking like we're taking the the logo off the helmet. <laughs> like like pe- people have done that before. People have done that before. It's like, yeah, yeah, you guys, like, you don't deserve, like, you know, no, we're, we're taking the stripes off the helmet. We're, we're taking the logo. Like, like the Cowboys shouldn't be allowed to be called the Cowboys. They're the Dallas Desperados because they're desperate for everything. They're desperate for a quarterback. They're desperate for a win. They're desperate for a first down. Uh, Zeke Elliott's desperate for a taco. And um, uh, Jerry Jones is desperate for a head coach, uh, but he doesn't know what the hell he's doing in hiring a head coach. Mike McCarthy's illustrious NFL career is going to come to a pretty ugly end pretty soon. We'll make it through the year because Jerry Jones is going to look bad because he's the one that runs this thing, and he's running it into the ground. Big man on campus is going to step up in more NFL. We'll get the college card as well. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. It's a lock. Every lock has a key, though, of course. I am Gabriel Morenci. This is Sports Rage. Barstool Sports in the house. Kicking it. Check big man on campus out over at uh, Barstool. Uh, he was writing, uh, writing blogs, doing videos, giving picks. And uh, starting fights uh, as well. Big man is uh, he's bringing it. <laughs> he's bringing it over at uh, at Barstool. 
Seems like you got quite a lot of feuds going on already, big man. You're making yourself at home over there. Yeah, well, I've had a long-standing feud with uh, with one of the, uh, one of my coworkers, oh. and uh, oh, is this the Rico guy? We're actually is this is this yeah, Rico? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tell us the he, backstory. He, What's the deal with you and Rico? Uh, it's been a long time thing. I mean, it, it's it's kind of it's a long history, but basically, long story short, we just we just don't like each other. He's a gambler. I'm a gambler, and. Uh, we actually were proposed on Friday to fight each other, and they were talking big money for the fight because they have the rough and rowdy <laughs> fights. And uh, they were, t- I mean, Porter was talking 350k for a purse. Like we're talking big money. Like we would bring wow. in a lot of money. It would be it would be the biggest fight they've ever had there, and you know they could sell wow. a lot of pay per views for it. So yeah, it. We're trying to get it to happen, but he's uh, he's why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to do it for that type? That's a lot of money. Like, how come he wouldn't want to do it for that type of money? Yeah, well, because it's it's a winner take all kind of thing, and I don't know. I I think sooner or later he'd have to accept. I mean, that's just another level money wise. So we'll see. Um, it could be something that I got to start preparing for, but um, yeah, it's it's been a long standing feud. Uh, it's not gonna not gonna get fixed overnight. Uh, big man on campus from Barstool, okay with us. All right, so uh, Packers roll. Uh, you know, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's gone, and they're still losing football games right now. You know, the, the Texans are just sort of a lost franchise. Green Bay. I'm not surprised Green Bay bounced back. Um, we were on the Packers earlier in the day uh, today. Impressive win for the Packers without Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers just a badass man. Like he's just the guy's just great. And Packers definite Super Bowl contender still. NFC conference contenders for sure. Big man. Yeah, you know, they just keep winning games. I mean, and it's a lot of, like, Aaron Rodgers and just random guys. You know, the, you know, Robert Tanyans and, and you know, uh, Tim Boyle and A.J. Dillon. <laughs> yeah, Sternberger, right. Malik Taylor. But then you have Devontae Adams, who, you know, was 13 for 196 with two touchdowns. Um, yeah, Green Bay just, you know, they you keep thinking they're going to lose, and they keep winning outside of uh, last week. So, yeah, they're a team that – uh you know, is this, is this, you know, they, they've got to be one of the favorites in the NFC right now. I hate the mainstream media and I hate narratives, big man. I remember after the, remember, oh, Tom Brady's old and he sucks after the first game. And then, and then they lost again another time and, oh, he's done and he's, he's, oh, he's, he can't, you know what I mean? And here, here we are right now. They're five and two. They beat the Raiders by 25. And I didn't realize this. So, I just looked at the updated numbers right now. These are fresh numbers, guys, uh, updated after uh, Week 7's games. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now favorites to win the NFC Conference Championship, big man. But, you know, it, it surprised me. So what, Seattle loses to Arizona and people abandon ship? So, um, listen, the Bucks are plus 390. The Hawks are plus 400. The Packers are plus 450. The Saints are plus 600. I don't buy into the Saints. And the Rams are 10 to 1. I don't buy into the Rams. Hell, I'd rather the Cardinals at thirteen to one than the Saints or the Rams at six and ten to one. But people are starting to buy in. It's the the buck uh, the buck hype will start now that they're five and two and they're conference favorites according to the odds makers. Yeah, you know Tom Brady finally had one of those games from like five or six years ago. You know the run game did what it had to do, and you know, he has tons of weapons to throw to, and it, and he's done it without really involving you know Mike Evans and and you know guys like that. I mean. You, oh, you and oh yeah, today, they signed Antonio receiver. Brown. <laughs> and they signed right. Antonio Brown. Right. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And 
you know, they, their leading receiver today was Scott Miller. Scott Miller played at Bowling Green. I mean, he's a, he's a random yeah. guy that they just made do do good things. I'll tell you though, the one thing about them that I've been impressed with defensively, they have a young secondary. Remember the last yep. couple of years, they have gotten destroyed in the secondary, but they've built it through a good front seven. They get to the quarterback, they make plays. You got your Indomitian twos, Devin White, Jack Barrett. And that secondary made plays today. Winfield played well for him. He had an interception. Um, yeah, that's a good. That's a good solid football team. I didn't want to admit it, but um, I'm going to have to start giving them some love. Tom Brady finally played like the quarterback he was four or five years ago. He didn't play like that once last year. They have a lot of talent, as you stated, and they have a lot of good coaches on the team. They're all in this year. They have a mission right now, and we have to take them seriously. Like you look at the NFC guys, and any, any, of these, any one of these teams can beat each other. Tampa could beat Seattle. Seattle could beat Tampa, Green Bay, et cetera. Arizona, I give Arizona credit. They're even better than I thought they were going to be. Like, it's a big, that was a coming-of-age win tonight, coming back like that against the damn good Seattle team. Uh, San Francisco showing some resolve, uh, considering all their injuries. They go into Foxborough, and they win. First time the Patriots have lost three straight games in 18 years since 2002. Uh, and they just roll them. Cam Newton really sucked from the get-go today. I saw the start of the game, and Cam Newton was one-hopping balls everywhere. They're out of sync. They don't have any talent. You know, the kid Harry, talented kid, big man, he, and I'm not going to call him out for the you know, He got hit in the head with a helmet, but he's always hurt. You know what I'm saying? You can't count on this kid. He's always hurt. Edelman's old and beat up. This This is a fading football team right now. Yeah, this is a game I had today. I had New England, and I, I thought it was, you know, you trust the trends of Bill Belichick. Yeah, but, I know, I know. You know, again, I, I don't want to be this I? guy, but I, I don't want to be this guy, but at, at what point are we going to maybe start talking about, you know, Bill Belichick w- was who he was because of Tom Brady and, and the teams he had on the football field. Um, you know, he, he's he's had some problems here. Cam Newton's been a complete mess. I mean, he, he can't even get first downs, let alone score touchdowns. You're right. They don't have much talent here defensively. I mean, between the opt-outs and players leaving, I mean, most of the teams seem to go to Detroit and then yeah, they had the opt-out. Yeah. They're just not, they're just not very good. Uh, and, and, you know, all of a sudden it's good news for you because, um, you know, the AFC East yeah. is kind of a, a, an easy one now. You know, one thing I'll say, though, about Belichick, I think he's a great coach. I don't, I'm not going to buy into the Brady stuff. Like, put it this way. If Belichick had Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Antonio Brown on his team, uh, they'd be better, right? But, you know, this is where but this is where the responsibility of Belichick comes into play. And I've said this I said this a couple of years that? ago. Yeah, I think they, yeah, yeah. I, this is where they come into play. I mean, well, you they got to throw them back, You, you got to get them. But know, this and, is and Belichick, the GM. Belichick is in charge of everything, and he's a lot like Popovich, big man, where they think they can coach anybody after a while. You know what I mean? I'm not paying this guy. Ah, oh, he sucks. He's overrated anyways. I don't need that. I don't need him. I could do it with this guy. I could do it with him. And, you know, the, the GM Belichick is hurting the coach Belichick. So Belichick's a great coach, but he's hurt. his ego is caught up. You can't let Brady get away. You know what I mean? Like, this was inevitable that it was going to fall apart, but screw them. I'm glad to see them fail. Um, Justin Herbert. You know, Justin Herbert finally wins a game. Herbert's a guy, uh, Herbert's looking good, though, big man. Impressive. He's, he fits right in. The kid, you know, he really he really has a strong arm. Um, he just has that, that presence about him 
And, you know, listen, Jacksonville was a perfect matchup for him. We, you know, in the fantasy world, everyone knew that uh, Herbert was going to have a big day uh, today. But the Chargers aren't a bad football team, big man. You know, Lynn's a little bit too conservative, but don't forget there's seven playoff spots now in these, in these conferences. I wouldn't discount the – I'm not saying the Chargers are going, like, deep in the playoffs, but they're going to be in the mix as the season goes on for a wild card spot. Their schedule softens up now, big man. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that Justin Herbert is doing well. I, I had him rated really high. I think a lot of people did. I think a lot of people didn't give him enough credit coming out of Oregon, but he's been terrific. Defensively, they're a solid group. I just don't trust them to ever win long-term or in close games against good teams. So, you know, they'll grow. They'll get better. Uh, they'll be back next they'll year. They'll cover, though, against good teams. They'll, they'll lose heartbreakers. Exactly. That's what they do. They cover. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. All right, so we'll get Big Man's take on tomorrow's Bears, uh, Bears-Rams matchup, and I want to get his take. Uh, Big Man, of course, legendary for his college, but he's Big Man on campus. Uh, so we'll talk some college uh, football. How about that Wolverines? Portraits late night continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Barstool Sports in the house. Big man on campus throwing it down with us as he does every Sunday. Um, great stuff. The show's just flying by as it always does uh, here this evening. Quick as 120 minutes uh, in sports. Let's get down to business. Uh, Kansas City destroyed Denver, blah, blah, blah. So before we get into college, Monday night football, uh, no baseball on Monday, uh, guys. So uh, Monday night football takes center stage. And Chicago Bears are a 5-1 and one football team that nobody thinks are any good. Yet I'm not really ready to be laying six points with this Rams team. Uh, the Bears just find a way. They're one of these teams. It's not pretty, but at the end of the day, they find a way to stay in these football games going on the road to a fanless stadium, too, in Los Angeles. What, what do you make of this one, Getting uh, Bears getting six? Yeah, I, I think the Bears are a bottom five offense in the league. I don't, I don't think I'm not telling anyone that they don't know that. I mean, this is a bad team on offense. They're a pretty good defensive team, though. They just don't really do much. They don't move the ball. They're not good on the run. They're not good throwing the ball. They don't have a good quarterback really anywhere, and they're facing a defense that's actually quite good. The key, Gabe, in this game is going to be the Rams have the best first down offense in the league, uh, which is kind of interesting because the Bears' defense has been very vulnerable on first down. They're giving up a lot of yards, but then they kind of figure it out, and they're really good in the red zone when it gets to that point. So the Rams have to kind of get going early. I think they will, but I don't think we see a lot of punch in this game. Two good defenses. I thought this total would be like 42 and a half. I, it's up at 44 and a half. I think that's a little high. I, I think this game is first to 24 is going to win. I kind of saw it at like, you know, 23, 17, 23, 20, something like that. 
Um, I will say, I, I think the Bears will come through the back door, though. I think they have enough on defense, and I'm willing to give Nick Foles the benefit of the doubt. But the kicking game, it's going to come down to the kicking game, probably. I like the under, though. I'll lean under. Pace isn't going to be there in this game. Yeah, it's one of these games. The Bears can't fall behind early. That's you know they have to play ahead of the chains, yeah. ahead of the sticks throughout uh, throughout the evening. It's a I know, it's a weird game. It's an ugly game. It is what it is. There's no baseball. Uh, there's no college football. So <laughs> it's it's the only game. It's the only game on the board. Um, but it's great to have the Big Ten back right now in college football. Starting to get interesting, uh, big man. It's amazing how the season's just flying by right now, especially a shortened season. So. We're halfway through uh, with these other big-time conferences. Some of them halfway, you know, past the halfway mark already. Now the Big Ten uh, has jumped in. And if anybody was wondering if the Big Ten was going to be punished for starting later, all you need to know is Ohio State are uh, ranked number three right now, big man, after one game. <laughs> so, no, they're not getting punished. And, in fact, they jumped also- past Georgia and Notre Dame after one game. <laughs> I also saw Army as bow eligible already. Uh, kind of snuck up on us. Yeah, well, this year they're waving the six-win thing too, right? Because the teams are only playing eight games. So bowl games. Exactly. Earlier in the year, guys, they had more bowl games than teams. Like it was basically everyone was going to be in a bowl game. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, listen, just you know, if you if you if you if you don't have COVID, you're in the bowl game. All right. It's one of those type of deals. But now there's more teams. But yeah, they waive the normal bowl stuff this year about you don't have to have a 500 record and you don't have to have six wins. So they're they're going, for, you know, whatever. Well, it is what it is. But uh, so what, what did you think, Ohio State? Uh, let's start off with Ohio State. I want to get to Michigan, but we'll start off with Ohio State. A little bit of a slow start, but uh, they turned it up in the second half and they ended up routing Nebraska. They covered. I took them. Uh, I was a little bit concerned, but they pulled away. They covered a point spread. What was your take on the Buckeyes' performance? Yeah, it didn't surprise me. I mean, I think this is what we all thought would happen. I mean, Ohio State is arguably the, you know, a top three offense. And, in, in, well, it might, they might actually be the best offense. After Jalen Waddle was injured for Alabama over the weekend, um, they're just sick. I mean, the receivers are unbelievable. I mean, that catch by the one kid in the back of the end zone was, was incredible. Um, defensively, they're really solid. You know, Nebraska's a team that just continues to struggle. Scott Frost, one of the most overrated coaches in the country. Um, But, yeah, Ohio State looks really good. I'm really excited for the future. And they get a break with with Penn State going down. And, look, being a guy that does not like Penn State, I I was definitely happy to see that one. That was a real shame. Yeah, they got screwed. Do you think they did get screwed? Uh, well, look, I mean, when you blow the the shot up, it it definitely looks like, you know, the ball hit the ground before he got to the pylon, but you know, look good for, for good for Tom Allen and that group. I mean, they, they did a great job. I mean, they, they held with them the whole way. Uh, and and look, Penn state had some problems. I mean, journey Brown was out. Micah Parsons opted out. Uh, you lost some real talent. You lost your offensive coordinator. Um, you know, there were going to be some lumps Penn state. You know, yeah, Hamler, true. And all of a sudden, uh, there's just not a ton of weapons. And, you know, Indiana looked like they really wanted it. And good for them. I mean, how many how many people out there, Gabe, try to cancel this season, try to say it wouldn't happen? Some of the moments we saw over the weekend, including Indiana's, were pretty cool. Uh, good for them. I didn't hate to see Penn State lose. I loved it. We should note Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin throttled uh, Illinois on Friday, but their star quarterback, Graham Mertz, has just tested positive for COVID. So that that you know, but they're good enough to get by. Uh, they're good enough to get by for for a couple of weeks. 
Uh, so Clemson, the AP top 25 is out. Um, Clemson, uh, number one, 52 first place votes. And, you know, Clemson are just sort of – Clemson have a big game coming up with Notre Dame. So Clemson's number one. Bama's a strong number two at uh, 10. Ohio State in a three-hole. Notre Dame in the four spot. Do you think Notre Dame can compete and knock the Clemson Tigers off, big man? Well, I think the jury the jury's still out on that. I mean, I, I they haven't really played anyone. So, you know, as usual, I mean – they don't really ever play anyone. So, you know, you look so far, I mean, there's not a lot here. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily impressed with Clemson yesterday. I haven't really been impressed with Clemson at all, frankly. Um, you know, the Miami game was good, but I think they've kind of showed that they don't really defend there. And, you know, there's been some games where you've kind of scratched your head with Clemson. I mean, I know obviously they won one of them 73-7, but I didn't think they looked particularly good against Wake. Um, you know, they struggled, I thought, on Saturday against a really bad Syracuse team. But one other thing, Gabe, back to the Big Ten real quick. Um, I think it's important to make make this clear. The Maryland Terrapins are a horrible football team. This is the wow. Rutgers yeah. of this year. I mean, they are <laughs> really, really bad. Um, I, I think they're going to go winless. I, I would be very surprised if they're – even competitive in a game this year. We saw like Rutgers a couple of years ago where they just couldn't even move the ball. I mean, to put up three points against Northwestern is like, I know that the Wildcats always have pretty good defenses, but I mean, they're not exactly Ohio state either. So I, you know, kind of disgusting. Maryland is a really bad team. You know what? I took Rutgers. I liked Rutgers against Michigan state. I should have went bigger on it. I like this Rutgers team's going in the right direction, but yeah, I was on Maryland. It's an yeah. embarrassment. So, so one, 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 not one of my best picks uh, of the weekend. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't uh, that. That wasn't one of the the, the better ones. Um, so Notre Dame, you got Georgia in the five hole. I'm not buying into Georgia. Uh, I don't like the quarterback situation. They, they, they want to give the job to Daniels. They're they're close. I'm not a big Daniels guy. I didn't like him at USC. You can't cut it in the Pac-12. How are you going to cut it in the SEC? Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the kid. No, nothing personal against him. I don't want to be harsh, but as a quarterback, Oklahoma State are all right. You know, whatever it is, what it is, they're ranked six right now. Cincinnati, good football team. Cincinnati ranked seventh. Uh, great coach uh, that they have there. Texas A&M ranked eighth. Wisconsin nine. Florida ten. BYU eleven. But well, Leo, we only got a couple of minutes left, big man, with you. So let's talk about Michigan a little bit. I brought it up earlier. If Harbaugh would have lost that game, Twitter would have blown up, right? He'd be the number one trending topic on Twitter. Oh, Harbaugh sucks. He's going to get fired. Michigan suck. They roll, and they didn't just win. They smashed Minnesota, and you know, no peep. Right? You know, no, no, no one on Twitter says, hey, good job to Harbaugh and Michigan. People love to kick Michigan when they're down, but no credit when they win. That was a hell of a win last night. Like, I Listen, big man, I, the game starts off. Michigan gets the punt blocked. I'm like, dear God, we can't even punt properly. And I was like, I, I was getting mad instantly. I'm not going to lie. I was like, this bit is, this is unacceptable. We can't, this, this can't go on like this. And then boom, uh, you know, Charbonnet with the big, the big run. And then the defense started to crank it up, causing turnovers. Listen, Joe Milton wasn't perfect, but looks like they have a keeper this year. A quarterback, big six foot five kid, big man. You saw just a flick of the wrist. The ball goes like 50 yards when he throws it. Uh, nice performance by Michigan. And they should be 2-0. They get Michigan State this week. 
Yeah, and they will. I mean, they're big favorites in that game. You know, look, Michigan, you got to give them some credit. I mean, they're another team that, that lost some real talent last year. You know, they lose, you know, guys like Tariq Black and, and you know, you know, you know, Peoples Jones Nico and Collins, guys like that. Yeah. They they had, yeah, Nico Collins. I mean, this, you know, the, the defense, how many players have they lost over the last couple of years? Um, and good for, you know, Harbaugh. He kind of let his offense do its thing. You know, Milton did his thing. The running game was fantastic. They had, like, you know, I think 200 yards, over 200 yards rushing. Defensively, they, they did a nice job. Real quick, Dave, before I let you go, um, I, do, we, do we have another segment? I wanted to throw one yeah, other yeah, I want to get some soccer. And I had a question. Yeah, yeah, I want to get some soccer on the other okay, side, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just this have a quick, quick, point on the other, quick point on the other side about something. Yeah, yeah, this segment just uh, flew by. Big man on campus kicking this. Man, this show is just rapid fire. Uh, here tonight. Great stuff uh, with Big Man on campus. Check him out over at Barstool. Talking college uh, football. I'll give you my thoughts on the uh, Khabib retirement before we're done here this evening as well. We'll break down the Rams-Bears game uh, on Game Time Decisions. Sports Rank Late Night continue. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> Just can't live without Rage <laughs> Alright, this show always goes up by super fast. I gotta talk, I already talk pretty fast, but I gotta talk fast as we get much uh, information in and uh, stuff out. Uh, shout out to our parlay producer, Yang, getting it done. Master Control, Midtown Manhattan. Uh, he once again falls short uh, parlay. Uh, he's the king of uh, like uh, the the king of the eight team parlay, and he wins seven games. I always tell him, "Yang, like bet bet like a two team parlay or a three team parlay." What was your parlay today? What, what did you go for? Is it like a uh, a twelve teamer again? Nah, I, I went with four teams, man. Um, I had the Cardinals, I had the um, the Bills. Uh, they did it. They did me dirty. Uh, I had the Steelers and the um, and the and the oh. Bengals. Um, but the, uh, the the Bills didn't cover for me today. They won by uh, eight points instead of the ten. So, yeah, yeah that did be dirty. You, you can thank that, uh, the kicker, Bass. As I stated, throw him back in the water. Um, big man on campus, Barstool Sports, uh, kicking it uh, with us. So, it's talking some college uh, football uh, right now. I was just looking at the board uh, this week. As big man mentioned, uh, you know, Michigan favored by like 25 and a half, 26 points against Michigan State. No real monster games. Texas, Oklahoma State. I guess LSU, Auburn supposed to be, but they both kind of suck. Um, Mississippi State, Alabama uh, this week, uh, big man. Uh, but, you know, college football is going to be a lot of fun this year, man. It's going to be a lot of fun now that the Big Ten is playing and, you know, we got a real top ten. There's more teams. Um, you know, so there's some fun, fun, fun games coming up over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the Oklahoma State Cowboys this week uh, against Texas. Uh, I'm not a big Texas guy. I think Oklahoma State's actually really good. I think they're a team that has finally learned how to play some defense in that conference. They've done some really good jobs over 
a good Iowa State team, a pretty solid West Virginia team. I'm going to be interested to see how they deal with uh, a pretty good Texas offense. Um, one other team, Gabe, you know, I know that you know making the case for an independent in the college football playoff probably won't happen, but I'm going to continue to carry the water for the BYU Cougars. This is a really good football team. I think Zach Wilson, I know Trevor Lawrence is out there, but I think Zach Wilson is the best quarterback in the country. I think he is on another level right now. He's been unbelievable. And look, I know they haven't played anybody, but neither has Clemson. Uh, Zach Wilson has been able to prove it on the stage. They've been on TV a lot. Um, and he's just They're just killing teams. Um, it's a shame they probably won't ever, ever get a chance, but with the defense that they've always fielded, you know better than me that they've always fielded some really good defensive groups out there. It would be interesting to see them play a, a Power 5 team on the big stage. they got to go to Boise in a couple yep. of weeks. That'll be a tough game, but you know, keep an eye on them. They're really interesting as well as uh, Oklahoma State. I think they're the team that I'm going to have my eye on. I love the running game. I like Sanders and Tylen Wallace for Gundy is, is one of the best receivers in the country. Yeah, I tell you what, you're right about Zach Wilson. I mean, there's a ton of NFL hype about this guy right now, and Heisman hype uh, as well, but a legitimate NFL hype. You know, Fields, you got Fields and Lawrence, obviously, Lawrence and Fields, et cetera. But, um, you know, a lot of people think Wilson is is that guy. Uh, c- comparisons to, uh, to Joe Burrow. Um, uh, being, uh, you know, NFL scouts see a Joe Burrow slash Deshaun Watson I mean, type. Gabe, he's got the same body type, right? He's six three, same weight. He's can mobile. He can throw. He, you know, he's, he is. It is like I hate not saying he's as good as Joe Burrow, but that's what they they look and they see a Joe Burrow type. But he can, you know, you know, he's got good pocket awareness. He's got a good arm. He's mobile when he has to be. He makes good decisions. Smart kid. You know, he's he's got the makings of an NFL quarterback. Let me ask you something, Gabe. If you had to guess what his odds were to win the Heisman Trophy, what what would you say right now? Oh man, you're putting me in the hot seat. I was just about to look it up too. Like, I'm gonna like, say that he's. Uh, I'm gonna say that he's uh, that he's uh, plus eight hundred. Thirty to one. Really? I was gonna say twelve to one. I, I was as high as I was gonna go, big man. Thirty to one, bro. Yeah, thirty I mean, to one. Thirty to one is we got we got to take price. this. We, we, we got to jump in on this. They might say whatever. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, you're going to the you're going to the playoffs. You got your you know you got your girl. You got all this money coming in the NFL. You know we'll, we're going with Wilson. I tell you, big man, the favorite never wins the Heisman either, bro. You know this. We talk about it every year. The favorite guy never wins. Every year we always say, how the hell does this guy not win the Heisman this year? He doesn't. They never do. There's always a new dude that happened? comes in. What happens if Lawrence gets COVID and misses a couple of games? You know, like it, it, it's you know it's a weird year. Thirty to one is a big price, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a monster price. I'm surprised. Like I said, I, I was thinking twelve to one. It was like you know, and I was like, wow, it should be twelve, but uh, let's say they make it eight because of the height. But that's a, I, I don't have a problem with that, guys. Uh, jumping in just for the record too. Uh, we have a point spread for uh, Clemson Notre Dame already up. Um, Clemson, 14-and-a-half-point road favorites. Uh, the game's two weeks away, but uh, Clemson, 14-and-a-half-point road favorites as of now. Well, it's a pretty high number, big man. Does that surprise you, 14-and-a-half on the road? Uh, so you cut out. Say the game one more time. Clemson and Notre Dame in, in, in a couple of weeks. FanDuel's got a oh, number up for it already. Uh, 
14 and a half. Clemson at Notre Dame laying 14 and a half. Yeah, that definitely strikes me as a high number. But it's just so tough because I just don't know what Notre Dame is. I, I, I'm going to wait on that. I, I feel like, you know, I kind of want to see where the market goes. Uh, real quick, Barstool Sportsbook has Zach Wilson 40 to 1, so even better. Wow. I, I'm, I'm betting that. Wow. I'm betting that. Ten bucks is four hundred. Twenty is eight hundred, big man. Like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna figure it out. Like twenty two bucks to win a twenty two bucks to win a thousand, big man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, like it's at those odds. Like, dude, the odds don't correlate. Like, guys, it's not just me and big man saying this. Punch his name in. Just punch in. I know some of you probably don't know, like punch his name in. Zach Wilson, BYU. Just put in BYU NFL or Zach Wilson NFL, and you know. It pops up. NFL this, NFL that, NFL this. Top quarterback. Scouts think he's better than Trevor Lawrence. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Heisman this, Heisman that. Dude, these are crazy odds, big man. 40 to 1, 30 to 1, 40 to 1. The guy's in the mix. I mean, basically, it's a three-man race. It's Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and uh, and Zach Wilson. Like, put it this way, big man. We're getting yeah. a guy, I'll guarantee you, he'll be in New York sitting in that chair on that Saturday, bro. Unless they do it virtually. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If like, he's going to be Lawrence, there. So we're getting a guy that's going to be in the room, big man, at those odds. Come on, bro. And like you said, what if one of these other guys gets hurt along the way? And, like, outside of Trevor Lawrence, is there a guy? I guess Justin Fields, but. Yeah, but I mean, Ohio Zach State's Wilson so talented and they're so big deep, big man. He doesn't get all the credit, like, and people, the voters are going to say Zach Wilson carries BYU, right? I think I, he's got a legitimate yeah. chance of winning the Heisman, bro. I really believe it. I'm in. I'm in. 40 to 1. I just bet it. Um, all right, big man on campus with us. All right, big man. So, uh, so we got fo- Monday Night Football tomorrow, uh, but the international markets are always open. What are we looking at at soccer uh, this week? Is there more international international uh, side play. There's been a lot of team uh, national stuff going on. Uh, what, what are we looking at? What are you looking at in soccer this week to bet on? Anything tomorrow or no, coming up? We're just, we're, no, we're just back to the domestic leagues right now. We've got uh, you know, we got Champions League, though, as well, uh, tomorrow and, yeah. and – uh, or sorry, on Tuesday. We got, we got Serie A tomorrow, though, last game of the week, uh, Roma and AC Milan. AC Milan has been very good. Uh through four games, they've only allowed one goal, and that was to Mighty Inter. They played well. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is back. Uh, he leads the front line for them. Uh, and they're at home tomorrow at basically a coin flip against Roma, who has looked poor. I mean, defensively, they haven't looked great. I don't love them going forward. Obviously, I like Eden Dzeko, but th- this Milan side is good, Gabe. I I, I like what they can do with the they back were playing end. Well, la- they played well a couple of months ago, too, right, big man? Like, uh, I remember they were playing well yeah, last, not last year because only a couple of months ago. Yeah, basically last season. But you have um, you have Zlatan up front, your boy from the uh, Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Good defense, solid goalkeeper. They're at home. I don't love Roma. This seems to me like a 2-1 game. I don't like Roma's defense. I think they're a bit uh, poor at the back, and I don't love them. I think they're kind of a mid-table, kind of tense type of team. AC Milan's legitimate. This is a really good side under uh, under Conte. Or under I'm going to jump I'm on. Sorry. I'm going to jump in. See, we give you guys tuning in. We're giving you bets. Zach Wilson, Heisman. And uh, how do I not bet the over 2.5 here? It's minus 156 right now. I'm going to go over to 2.5. 
I'll jump in on AC Milan uh, as well. Follow Big Man on Campus uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, Jeff Nadu. Um, hopefully, we get to see him step in a ring for big money against Rico. Um, <laughs> well, the big if, showdown. Here's what I will ask, Gabe. I'll ask you this. Um, if this happens, I will ask that you be there as a guest. I, I would like you to be there. Um, this is a true thing. Like I've been asking to do this for a while. I didn't know that would be the price tag. But this is big money. Him and I hate each other, and uh, you know I'll be ready to go. I'm down 85 pounds. My cardio is there. I'm ready to go. So uh, I'd ask that you be there. Hopefully you can make it. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely. It. Yeah, I'll uh, come for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Portnoy yeah. pays fighters more than Dana White does. Like, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. He would. Yeah, I'd be making a uh, Khabib money. Hey, by the way, real quick, shout out to Khabib, the greatest fighter ever. Um, you know, I, I get obviously why he's leaving. Uh, a true champion, love it. Oh yeah, he's a class act too. A great Gaethje class act too. After he handled the loss, and yeah, I agree with you. Best mixed martial yeah. artist ever. Best mixed martial artist ever. Big man, always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for the time, bro. Okay, Gabe. Thanks, man. Later. There's big man on campus uh, with his great stuff. Uh, just flew by here tonight. All right, you know what? Um, Squeeze a phone call in. We got about a minute or two here before we go to a break. Uh, uh, Chicago repping. Not Big Card Julio, but Kevin steps up. And what's going on, Kevin? How you doing tonight, bro? What's going on, guys? I'll be real quick. Um, Deshaun Watson. I mean, I was surprised when I heard this, but it, isn't he like one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league? Like some ridiculous yeah. contract he got. After Mahomes, yeah, and he's the second highest paid. That's just shocking to me. He really hasn't done nothing. He had one good season, as I recall, and now he's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league, second-highest-paid. I just, um, man, the NFL just throwing money around. It's ridiculous money. What's your thoughts on that and how he's responded to the uh, contract? You know, and I like Deshaun, all right? Uh, But I'm one of the few people, Kevin, that sort of calls him out a bit recently in that, he puts up big numbers, uh, but they lose all the time. And it's up to him not to fall behind 17 nothing, right? You know, it's up to him to show more urgency. And, you know, the thing is, they hated their coach. They they arguably have, like, one of the worst offensive lines in football. Like, if you look at it, the, the time that he has to with the ball, they got rid of his best player in DeAndre Hopkins. So, you add it all up. It's not Deshaun Watson's fault. You know, he sort of, does he go through the motion sometimes? I think, yeah, right? I'd like to see more of a sense of urgency, but he also realizes they're screwed. So I think, listen, every time, Kevin, and it's always a pleasure, bro, but every time, every time a new quarterback, a quarterback signs, a big-time quarterback signs a deal, they become the highest-paid quarterback or the second, you know what I mean? And then everyone flips out. So it is what it is. Um, So I'll disagree. Deshaun Watson's worth the money. They got to get him an offensive line, and they got to stop. Like, don't trade away the best wide receiver in the NFL. <laughs> like, you know, Noah Bryan, like, this season's a write-off. Get a good coach in there. I mean, man, you know, can the Houston Texans be bold, go out and get, like, a Lincoln Riley or something? You got Deshaun Watson. You had DeAndre Hopkins, but you gotta, you gotta, you're going to have a top pick. Get a top wide receiver again. Bring it.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait late night. Continues. Thanks to Big Man on Campus. Holy crap, this is a fast show tonight, wasn't it? Uh, it really was. So epic stuff uh, tonight. Clayton Kershaw and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, sit down, troll boys, as uh, Clayton Kershaw gets it done again. And uh, we talked about Clayton Kershaw's uh, numbers in the World Series. So 11 and two-third innings. Uh, gave up uh, three earned runs, 14 strikeouts. Not bad for a guy that can't pitch in the playoffs, right? Uh, two wins in the World Series. And Clayton Kershaw pushes Dodgers uh, closer uh, to the World Series. But he also um, had another uh, another record. Uh, the records just keep racking up uh, for, uh, for Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw... Uh, of course, held the Rays to two runs and five and two-thirds. He became the all-time leader in postseason strikeouts. Um, we talked about him being number two and <laughs> passing John Schmoltz, um, but he passed Justin Verlander. So, you know, and just imagine, think of the stupidity. Think of the stupidity of people that talk about Kershaw sucking in the playoffs. 2-0 and in the World Series. And he's the all-time leader in, in postseason history, uh, in baseball history. Clayton Kershaw, 207 strikeouts. Justin Verlander, 205. John Schmoltz, 199. Andy Pettit, 183. Roger Clemens, 173. I know, it's funny because Andy Pettit and Roger Clemens are pretty good pitchers, weren't they, in the plows? Yeah, I know. Andy Pettit, huh? 180. Roger Clemens. Clayton Kershaw's got like, uh, you know, 40 more strikeouts. But, yeah, I know he sucks. Now, you know who suck? Losers at home, uh, in their basement, in their little cramped-ass loser apartments, uh, crying about Clayton Kershaw. That's uh, that, That's who sucks. Not Clayton Kershaw. Uh, that, that's, that's the difference. But you know what also sucks? Being a Dodger fan and having Gonsolin on the hill. Oh, dude. Whatever. They're going to have Bueller in game seven, but I don't like it. He's going to be on. Gonsolin's going to pitch like two at-bats probably. Gonna pitch like two at bats. Gonsolin and the Dodgers minus 142. Snell in the Rays plus 124. Total is eight. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. 